Welcome to JB's Driving Podcast again. Uh, cold opening. I apologize for the audio issues that we had this week. It won't happen again. Uh, in the future, I'll double check to make sure everything's synced up properly. Again, it's not our way. It's not our way at JB's Driving Podcast to half-ass anything. Anyway, we'll be back next week with a new episode, Red Sonia. In the meantime, join next. JB's Driving Podcast. We are almost. Actually, we're in May at this point. Are we? We're, we're in May. We, we're in May, and you are listening to uh, Chajewski. Uh, I'm not sure about that, because this, re- this would release a week from now. Yeah. So it would be April 29th. We're almost in May, people. <laughs> and we're still wearing masks. Uh, Even though two-thirds of the country's been fucking vaccinated. Uh, I don't want to talk about vaccinations. Let's not talk about vaccinations right now, I don't believe it. Anyway, um, I got I got some information about that that I could tell you off the air. Oh yeah, tell you on the air. Good stuff or bad stuff. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, uh, like you could tell from the music now, because everybody knows this. This this movie this winter. Uh, it is Nicolas Cage's Nicolas Cage opus. It is his opus. This is next. This, next. Next. Is that, is that an invitation to go to the next fucking movie? It should, because if you are watching this <clears throat> on Amazon Prime, this was Amazon Prime, right? Uh, I can't remember. It was one of those. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yes. Next, remember, this is the 2000, I can't believe, is this like 2007? Yeah. I thought it was much earlier. So I thought it was like 2000. Yeah, I thought it was much, that's why I said let's do it, because yeah. I thought it was a lot closer, because we generally like to stick to you know, somewhere between 75 and 2005. Right. You know, other than once or twice. I mean, we did Black Panther. Yeah. That's in the suppository, suppository. out there. And, uh, you know, but pretty much we stay in that range. Uh, like 30 yeah. year range. 30 so year this range. This was a little bit outside of our range. That's okay. Yeah. We we're going to end up outside of our range next year with uh, fighting with our family for. Uh, oh, the, yeah, the, the wrestling. That's probably the next wrestling movie. Wrestling movie, yeah, man. So yeah, Jamie Drown Podcast, Paul and Tom here. Um, any thoughts on uh, what we did last week, which was... Um, Jade. Jade. I'm going to live forever. Oh, that's fame. I'm sorry. Oh, man. I want to learn how to fly. We've done Rocky. Have we done Rocky? We've done Rocky. We did Rocky. We haven't done Rambo. We haven't done Rambo. Anyway, yeah, so any thoughts, any thoughts on Jade, Jade was a pilot. I think it's the lowest rated movie that I've done so yeah, far. It is. Um, it's it's, it's just, pilot. other than the fog scene at the beginning, which was, you know, very freaking-esque, freak, uh, you know, freaking-esque. Yeah, freaking-esque. And, uh, you know, it reminds you a lot of um, one of his movies. Silver and, Bullet. Uh, what? Silver Bullet? Yeah. He didn't do that. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Other than that, I don't know that there was a saving grace for that movie. I mean, I know Tom, our producer here, he really liked it. Angie Everhart was a saving grace. Well, eh, I think she's much more of a saving grace for Birdella of Blood, which, you know, we definitely That's going to be going on in Halloween time. I don't think so. Are we we talking about Jade? Jade! Jade! I want to live forever. I'm sorry, I keep doing that in my head, so it's coming out. Yeah, pile of garbage. So, uh, and, you know, you don't get to see Angie naked. 
get to see a body double that looks nothing like Angie Nagin. Sucks. Sucks. And you get to see Linda Florentino, which, I don't know. Not much to say about that. She did have a nice body. Well, she did. Oh, absolutely. She's a nice lady. Anyway, so next. Next. Released April 25th, 2007, with an opening of 7.1 million, which placed it in third place for the week. And it totaled out, this is another movie that just was a box office bomb. Totaled out at 18.2 million, or 116th on the year, but it did make 77.6 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. So what did it uh, what did it go up against? Uh, the, it opened up against The Invisible. <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck that is. The Condemned and Kicking It Old School. That was the one with uh, Jamie Kennedy, where he was a kid and he fell and cracked his head and ended up in a coma for like 30 years. So I guess no one went to the movies that weekend? Well, they, they also, the other movies that were out that week were Disturbia, uh, Fracture, uh-huh. Blades of Glory, Meet the Robinsons, Hot Fuzz, which is actually pretty good, uh, Vacancy, horror movie, and Are We Done Yet, which is the sequel to Are We There Yet, the Ice Cube. Oh, uh, no one's going to the Opus. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Opus, but we had already used that. So okay. You'd think right? with that, with, with people, with going up against that, you'd think a Nick Cage movie. Would have done better. Would have done third. better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, you know, Disturbia and Fracture. I don't even, Disturbia, I think, was one of those movies where it was like a, like a Stepford Wife type, you know, neighborhood mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. movie, if I remember. Yeah. Correctly. Yeah. But I can't, I, I mean, it's been so long, I haven't seen yeah. Um, so, but anyway. So based on your opinion of this one and last one, I think I know what the saving grace of this movie is going to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that? Timberlake's wife. You mean Jessica Biel? Yes. Uh, yeah, but she, you know, frustratingly, because this was a PG-13 movie, yeah. there's no nudity. Julianne Moore is very attractive, too. I thought she was good. I, For a ginger. I thought she was good in this. I thought that uh, people didn't really? think she was good. She was an she was a no nonsense agent. Oh my god! That's all she did. I think she wasn't. She that's is what she a was going to do. Good actress, but not in this. For what this was, Holy for shit. what this was, she was fine. I thought she was horrible in this role. Like and this, to me, this role and when she did the um, the sequel uh, to Silence of the Lambs, which one was it, Hannibal or something? Yeah. When she did, those two roles were probably the worst two roles I think she's yeah. ever done. I mean, I thought, you know, like for what it was, there wasn't much to it, right? Like, as far as different people, I have Nick Cage as himself, because that's what he <laughs> usually does. Yep. Uh, although he does get better as the movie goes on. Nick you Cage have, is awesome. He's my favorite actor. You have Peter Falk looking like Mr. Jim. Yes. You have Black Guy being black. You have Julianne Moore, who I, was pretty good, but she describes next as her worst movie. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Who I, does? Julian uh, Moore describes. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Was, this was a horrible. What get, what gets she you? was horrible in it, and it wasn't a good movie. So this movie, this movie, <laughs> just wasn't. Well, the the original script was loosely based on the 1954 science fiction story, The Golden Man by Philip K. Dick. If you don't know who Philip yes. K. Dick is, like sci-fi, sci-fi. I mean, like. Blade Runner, mm-hmm. like Minority Report, you probably have a whole entire list. The guy 
is well known. Loosely based on it, and they completely destroyed it. Yeah. Maybe they should remake this one. Which they, they did say, it's been the 14 one thing years. I did see was that Cage wore a gold jacket through, like, a, for a, a good portion of the movie, mm -hmm. just to, for an homage to the Golden Yes. So, hey, real quick, the composer here, Mark Isham, also did uh, Invincible, which came out in 2006, The Black Dahlia, Once Upon a Time for TV. That's the TV Disney thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Never Cry Wolf was his first one in 1983. That's amazing because almost all of those were good, uh, had good soundtracks. Oh, and this uh, soundtrack Godfather was, of Harlem. was horrible in this. It was okay. Like I said, it was it was sort of like boilerplate stuff. It was, well, yeah, it I mean, but see, that's the, that's what I'm saying is mid, if you're gonna you you want if you have an action film, music is extremely important in an action mm -hmm. film, and in, to get middle of the road is just like you might as well flush it. I mean, it's I imagine though, if you're a composer, you're taking a lot of jobs just to just to do them. I guess so, but yeah. that doesn't mean that you you <clears throat> I, I I'm not. I understand where you're coming from. At the same point, I, I, you know, I think that middle of the road is shit in a in an action film. I mean, there's too it's there's too much built. If you have a drama or an action film, it's there the necessity to have a good score is it, it's very high. I yep. mean, you think about you think about movies like Die Hard. I mean, that the fucking score to that movie makes that movie. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of other uh, you know aspects of it, but if you don't have a, such a good soundtrack to that, it, you know, the, it, there's parts of the movie that, you know, like when they start doing the weather outside is frightful and, and shit like that, it, it brings everybody down <coughs> and and puts you in a mood where you're happy walking out of the theater. And at the yeah. beginning, they have the, the run DMC, which kind of starts to get you a little hyped up, but still has that Christmas vibe to it. Yeah, like there is a lot of that kind of shit in that movie. This movie had nothing. Nothing. It had nothing at all. Nothing. I agree. Oh, okay. I thought you were fucking with me. No, I'm not fucking with you. You tend to fuck with me. I'm not fucking, especially when it comes to Nicolas Cage. Don't fuck around Nicolas Cage. Let's get this So, So let's talk about the bad guy's names in this movie. Mr. Smith, Mr. Jones, Miss Brown, Mr. Green, and Mr. White. Were they ever addressed? I don't remember them ever being addressed. Yeah. Just, I, that was just, it was just fucking, what the fuck? They, they, they put no effort into this. European <laughs> fitness model villains. That's all they were. Yeah, right? they, they really were. The one dude barely spoke, spoke English. <laughs> just like, he was no an character. East German like actor. It, it's pathetic villains. But then, like, none, of them, none of them look normal. Thomas uh, Kretschmann, who played Mr. Smith, <laughs> was an East German actor. And he did a couple, you know, he's done plenty Same. of stuff. He was in, um, most recently, uh, Captain America's Winter Soldier and the Avengers Age of Ultron as Baron von Strucker. Oh, Baron von Strucker. People under, people under 20, 25, 26 are going, East German, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes, there was an East and West Germany. Yes, at sir. One point and, and there was a Czechoslovakia. Yeah. And, you know, all those nice little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're all gone. They're all gone, yeah. Can't have nice things in Europe, apparently. <laughs> Well, East Germany wasn't exactly nice. <laughs> I don't see the fuck what Roland they were doing. Anyway, um... <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, the Stasi. Yeah. So, so... Whatever. Uh, 
The first trade I've had more similarities to the short store dealing, detailing the efforts of a government agency to capture and contain a precognitive mutant to provide greater interaction between the opposing parties as well as create a leading role. Chris, who's played by Nicholas Cage, was changed into a from a feral animal whose existence threatened humanities into a more familiar and understandable <coughs> social outcast. So let me talk about that social out outcast. The first two minutes of the movie mm -hmm. would have been me without Mika and Kits. When he's in a diner, okay. looking disheveled, drinking a martini, <laughs> does a little magic act, Frank right. Cadillac, and then walks around <laughs> Vegas looking disheveled, drinking his martini. And gambling. I'm like, that's awesome life. That was an awesome life to you? I don't know. I think a lot of guys would be that way. Who would you rather be doing? Fucking around in Vegas? Seriously. Drinking martinis, wearing like a suit, but it's just, you know, it's not iron, whatever, just walking around like, whatever. Got nothing to live for. What am I doing? Living the dream. Whatever. Stalking Jessica Biel. Well, That's yeah. all I got going for me. Put on your resume. What do you do? Drink. <laughs> Stalk uh, Jessica Sideways, diagonal. Yeah, diagonal. You got the, the withdrawal <laughs> shakes. This isn't even typed. <laughs> it's a crayon. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, Howard. You can see like two minutes. Like, you would never shit yourself. Never. You would know. You would think two minutes. That's the one thing that you're worried about? <laughs> Dude, I'm getting up there. two minutes into the future, and my superpower you know, allows me to never shit my pants. No, it never. He would never. He would say, he would know when someone was going to, you know, blow up his powder room. <laughs> That's right. Those motherfuckers blow up my powder room. There's no crapping in somebody's powder room. That is like one of the rules of anybody's house. Is anybody crap in your power room? Yes. But like when you have visitors? Yes. That's just amazing. Because the power room is generally in the <laughs> social area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when someone takes it upon themselves to take a crap in the social area. Well, I would never do that at your house. I just go right up into your bedroom and your, your bathroom. No, you do? Yes. No, that's fine. But I'm saying. When it comes when you're in a social setting, you cannot hear first folks. You have no crap in a power room. Okay. Nobody wants to smell your stuff. Sure you do. Anybody does that is showing a, a sign of disrespect. You should you should put a little one of those uh, potpourri sprays. That just makes it obvious because you go in there and you smell the potpourri a little bit stronger. You walk out of the bathroom and you smell the potpourri. Yeah, that's when you know someone's got the ass scent in in the <laughs> yeah. bathroom. It's like a it's like a fine mixture of ass scent. And like hibiscus. Yep. It's toxic. Sure. Nothing refreshing about it. It's toxic. It's almost nauseating. We gotta open a window. <laughs> so two minutes. You wouldn't think that's a long time to see in the future. <clears throat> but it kinda is. It is a long time. It's it's a hundred seconds. You could use it. You could. Now of course they 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 they, they manipulate that with, you know, just Bill's character. But Two minutes, just flat. I think that's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. You can see two minutes. You can, I don't think you could do the lottery that way. No, you couldn't. Mm, be difficult. 
because they because they when they you know pull the numbers and stuff, it's after it closes. Yeah, right. So you wouldn't be able to do that. But you could you could do what he did in this movie. Oh, they play gamble all the time. That's yeah. again, again. That's yeah. But as usual, the fucking you know casinos <clears throat> immediately figure you're cheating and yeah, if you're winning, kick you out and beat you up. It's yeah. just fucking ridiculous. Well, that's why you go for casino to casino. Everybody's allowing gambling these days, so yeah, everybody. So yeah, such a good idea. Suddenly, why not? We're going, be really good at online poker. We're good. Yeah, <clears throat> we're going down that path anyway. Of just, we have let Sodom and Gomorrah just unleashed up on our country, and we are going to all turn into pink salt. That's okay. As long as it's Himalayan pink salt. Yeah. Okay. It's a healthy kind. Which is at, a, at Jimmy Buffett's Margarita in Orlando. Oh, that's yeah. right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. We don't so, want to. Can you see Paul as Nick Cage in this movie before? <coughs> Drinking the Marks. You don't drink that much. Yeah. No, I'm not much of a drinker. Not much of a drinker. Not like Tom and I. Okay. Well, Tom's cut it out a lot, haven't you? Yeah, I, uh, I've been trying to get get healthy. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been realizing I drank too much. I probably had liver damage. Hmm. <laughs> so I've been trying to. Well, the body to cut can it out. regenerate itself. Okay. Oh, you know, if if, mm -hmm. you, if you you know if if you're not abusing it as much, it can regenerate. I drank a lot. Really? How much do you drink? I used to. Like every every I uh, at least every Wednesday before I went to uh, when I lived here in in Medina I, I stayed up there and went to Chevy's and had like four tall beers before I went to choir practice. That's all. Jesus. Tall ones like the thirty two ounces to be or whatever. I need blitzed if I have to deal with. Well, that. no, and I wasn't even I wasn't even blitzed though. This was in my twenties. I wasn't even blitzed. I was like, oh, it just it was just. And now I have like one drink and my, my I'm like, kind of. It's like, oh, this sucks. And I'm thinking, well, it probably has to do with my liver going, okay, you suck. I'm not having any more of this. <clears throat> so so you're saying you drank a lot, but you just told me you only drank like once a week. No, well, now I drink once a week. But back then you drank more often? Well, there was a point in time in 2008 where I drank every day for three months. Oh. Like every day I was at the bar drinking. How proud you're Four months. <laughs> but the, um... Well, you were up there looking at something. No, I wasn't. Um... Anyway, so the, no, it wasn't, uh, the, yeah, so I, I mean, I used to drink and I drank, uh, you know, I switched over to the you know, hard liquor, so, yes. which is a lot more, you know, what, what word do you use? Toxic, caustic, whatever you want to use, um, than, than beer. So yeah, I don't drink as much anymore. This is a fucking Nick Cage yeah. movie. I did buy it's a new, Nick Cage movie. He drinks a lot, dude. I, I did buy a We're bourbon, a new bourbon, uh, yesterday. It's pretty good. We are talking Washington about State. Nick Cage drinking martinis, and that's how we're kind of, you know, but we're going to get to the movies fantastic. Excuse me. His hair. Nick Cage's hair in this movie. Is it fantastic? It is. No, it is not. He freaking looks like I was Beethoven. Just, I was just told. It's Beethoven not. had fantastic hair. Hair dye. I was, like, I was told that this movie was fantastic, and if Nick Cage's hair isn't fantastic... I didn't make that line. What about his jokes? Oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> dude. Okay, so are you referring to the Buddhist monk joke? Uh, there's a lot of where jokes. Where he completely he fucks up the punchline? There's lots of jokes in this movie he tells trying to get in Jessica Biel's pants. I thought the line about beauty was pretty good. <clears throat> what line was that? Right before, uh, right before they have sex. 
about beauty being you can't you you don't take you take anything away or, or oh, add anything. Oh, yeah. uh, the Italian it was a quote from an Italian painter or something. Mm -hmm. That was a pretty good line. Yeah, but that's not a joke. It's not a joke. But you said jokes to get in Jessica Biel's pants, but that was the one that worked. It wasn't a joke, but it was the line that worked. Jessica Biel's very attractive. Yes. Uh, very so attractive. Cage tells a joke about a Buddhist monk ordering a hot dog. He actually ruined the joke when he messed up the punchline saying, I'll have one with everything. The actual line is, make me one with everything. Mm. Which would make a lot more sense it would. for a Buddhist. It would. There's more of jokes, though. Yeah, there was. I didn't write them down. Did you? No. Okay, well then, you know, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know if I can write one joke down. What the fuck? That was pretty bad, though. I'm sitting there going, I... I yeah, I couldn't, I was sitting there like, <laughs> what the fuck is he talking, I didn't get it at all, and then, of course, you know, after I went online and, you know, was looking up the movie, it's like, so, okay, someone, yeah, that makes a lot more sense Someone commented now. about the jokes, and you're like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot more sense, it, the, the fucking scene makes sense now. That, that, uh, that scene where they did have sex, the, the, the hotel featured, the cliffhanger, yeah. yes, is actually a restaurant overlooking the city of San Bernardino. In order to make the restaurant look more like a hotel, a facade was attached to the building. You know mm -hmm. who owns um, a ranch in San Bernardino? Who? Steven Seagal. Ah, Steven very Seagal. true. Very true. The facade is the section of the hotel where Johnson and Liz Cooper were staying. Interior shots were filmed elsewhere. Following <laughs> the end of production, the facade was removed. However, remnants of the signage place and the paintworks conducted remain intact because people want to go to this as a mecca for the movie next. Ugh. I'm sure there are lots oh, of people who like we, this movie. We filmed the next here. Oh! Well, I'm sure a lot of people like it. I'm sure a lot of people like Nick, uh, Nick Cage. I love Nick Cage. So they probably want to Nick, go there. And Nick Cage is my favorite actor. And do all the things. He's great. So I, I did a little bit of research into this. All right. So uh, I, I found it very interesting because I, you know, of course I've, seen a lot of these movies, but Jessica Biel played Vera Mills in the Hitchcock movie. Okay. Okay. I haven't seen that movie. It's, it's actually pretty good. It's it's more the more, most recent Hitchcock movie. Uh, Vera Mills and Julianne Moore both played Lilla Crane in Psycho. Oh. So they both played that same role, so I found that very interesting. That, that is interesting. Julianne Moore was also in Boogie Nights, yes. which is the repository. Yep, it's our suppository. It's suppository. suppository started. A little more intimate look at it, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Mm -hmm. She's a beautiful lady. She's very beautiful. Very beautiful. And a good actress. Just not next. She's okay in this one. I thought it was all right. Nope. I disagree, sir. I have lots of gray. Things aren't bad or awesome. <laughs> There's plenty of space in between. Parking spaces for cars that are okay. <laughs> So, uh, basically, I don't know that anybody was, acted very well in this movie, in my opinion. Nick Cage did. Really? Yeah. He's you really Nick Cage so? is himself. That's what I'm saying. He's a great actor. I mean, he's, he's himself in every movie. <laughs> I guess. Um, I don't, I kind of couldn't <sighs> figure him out. He couldn't figure himself out. I mean... There's no sexual chemistry with him in, between him and Sarah Jessica Biel. No. There was like zero. It was like Steven Seagal. It was out of nowhere. It was like, yeah, it was like. It's like fucking uh, Schwarzenegger at the end of uh, 
uh, the Running Man. Twins, when he kisses DeVito. Yeah. No, the Running Man, which is in our suppository. I can't believe we did that. Yeah. What about Total Recall? That as nope, well. Not yet. Total Recall. Well, we did the Running Man recently. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about when Total Recall, he has that um, kiss with what's her name too. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. You're. Oh yeah. 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 I agree. Mm -hmm. It's just out of nowhere though. That's a sci-fi one movie there too. Total sure. Recall. Yeah. Yeah, man. Should we're we do that and the new one? We're getting and a, then compare the two. We could, we could do that. We could do that because, because we could, that's, that the new one genius. is such a pile of garbage. I, I almost watched it the other night with Nick. Almost watched it. Yeah. I'm not a Colin, Colin Farrell guy. Whatever happened to him? He gained like too much weight and just kicked out of Hollywood. I don't know. Well, that's what happens when you gain too much weight and get kicked out of Hollywood. Yeah. I'm serious. Everybody wants to see him. That's why there's so many people on TikTok. This movie, all these supervillain movies. Uh, People in this movie like didn't look like Rosie O'Donnell. Anyway, what else you got there, bud? <clears throat> I don't know who me. Yeah, who? Speaking Navajo over there. Nothing. Nothing. I got a bunch of quotes I see there. What are those quotes you got? Well, are we are we done actually talking about the movie? No, God no. You said you have Nicholas Cage quotes. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna hold on to them until oh, the end. For oh, when he's talking about the movie. Uh, no, the quotes are just in generic quotes. Well, about the movie? No, no, they no. don't have anything to do with the movie. Oh, they're just, they're just he wants to Dick say them until after quotes that he did in interviews. They might laugh their ass off when Jessica Biel exploded. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> that was that that scene was. Well, I did thought it was odd that the news the newscasters <laughs> it was so unimpressive, wasn't it? Well, that and the newscasters standing there and I'm looking, I'm like, there should be honestly blood everywhere, and there's nothing. Honestly, it's I like think she disappeared. The newscaster was the best actor in the whole fucking movie. It's the only one that seemed to have a genuine, you know response to something going on, to some stimuli going on around her. Because she was just like completely disturbed by it and didn't know what to say. I'm going to watch it. I'm like, you know, look, I, it's been, I saw this when it first came out. So how do you fit it? Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, she blew up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how disconnected I was from the movie. Just like, wow. It's just so... <laughs> It was so low key, too, man. <laughs> well, it's not like they could have blood and guts everywhere. It was PG 13. Oh, uh, well, maybe that's why. She evaporated. Well, that's exactly right. There was right. nothing left of her. It was like a fucking mist. Well, it's like a, it was like a, another magician act. Like, she, like, in the David Copperfield. Oh, well, the car's gone. <laughs> See, maybe they weren't terrorists. Maybe they're just a bunch of magicians. Or that sort of. Russian magicians that spoke French. Uh, made made Jessica Biel's character disappear. Let me see here. The secret is there's a trap door underneath the clock. How did it make any sense that they even knew about Chris Johnson, the bad guys? I had no idea. Because like they had that discussion in some kind of like room, you know, roaming lab. It wasn't, you know, you knew that they were listening in on her office, but they didn't have that discussion in her office. Come yeah. on, man. The Russians know everything. They weren't Russians. They were fucking terrorists. She called them Russians. They were terrorists. 
And they weren't even Russian terrorists. They think they were French. Well, they spoke French, but she called them Russians. <clears throat> I might be wrong, but she called them Russians, and she didn't call them Russians a lot. What, who gives a shit? They were fucking terrorists. I'm just saying that... They uh, weren't Russian government. No, 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 no. But the fact that they, you know, it's, it's the trope that Russians know everything, that they're involved in all, <clears throat> everything in global politics, and they're everywhere. It's, the, it's a trope. Okay. That's all right, all. buddy. All right, sure. It's a hilarious trope. That that trope was still around in 2007. I mean, I I remember right. it disappearing after the fucking Berlin Wall went down, and then kind of resurfaced uh, back in 2016 or 20, maybe even 2008. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm trying to find a scene where she explodes. And it's not on YouTube. Yeah. So um, <laughs> just. What, what happened? Oh, she's not there anymore. The pinata exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been fucking great. Just, oh, I guess she's dead. Just explode, and then there's just candy everywhere, and a bunch of kids run out. Yay! It was Jessica Biel. I, I have a feeling it would be candy. Seriously. <laughs> and no matter what I'm looking forward to, she always dies. No matter what I do. And he's going through with, like, <laughs> notice how, like, He's going through, wait, like, the building. Wait, 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 I don't think she ever asked him how he can see in the future, like, because she, she narrows it down, right? She narrows it down to two minutes. Mm -hmm. But then she can see farther with, she, but she never asks him why. <laughs> what, would, why he can see farther? With her, and not more than two minutes with anything else. Because she Who knows about the two minutes. Uh, Julianne Moore's character. Yeah, I, but I don't think he... He said he didn't know why. But they never had that conversation, though. They, she just yeah, he said, when I'm, around, when I'm around her, I can see farther, but I but don't she, know why. Oh, he, he says that to her? He said that to Julianne Moore. He never said it to her. Well, he did say it to uh, both of them. He said it to Beale's character, the first go-through. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. The first go-through, yeah, he, he explains the whole deal. Uh, I just don't remember him saying it to... Uh, Julian Moore's character. I just remember her thinking, oh, okay, he can do this now. And here it is. I don't know. I was, like well, I said, he, I was trying to do other things at the same time. Yeah, I think I, I don't think it exists. Let me see if I can do a different search. By the way, the uh, the helicopter, when they're going towards the cliffhanger hotel, mm -hmm. they are flying really close to the side of that cliff. <laughs> For no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are we like, you know... Getting into attack posture? I mean, what is going on here? I didn't. I, I don't There was a lot of things that really... I can't uh, find her. Oh, I the, cannot find her explosion. And the line where he says, uh, where he explains his name, uh, Frank Cadillac. Frank Cadillac. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's like, well, he says he, the two things he likes. And I think a lot of people w went, okay, Vegas, he, he must mean Frank Sinatra. That's what Cadillac. I thought. And the Frankenstein line was a curveball. I thought that it was a clever little, oh, huh, you know, kind of, Curveball. I didn't find it funny. I found it disturbing. Where the what the fuck does Frankenstein got to do with anything? Because and he then, was misunderstood as he was. Remember, the idea was from Dick's novel about you know the mutant. Um, being, no, I didn't read Dick's novel. Okay, so. well, you know about uh, freedom. Actually, Cage just had Cage just had a, a, a line here about freedom. It's like you know uh, something about you can't. Give up. Uh, only way to get freedom is to keep on fighting for it. So we never go. Something like that. Let me see if I can read it now. Hold on. 
So that's what it had to do with Frankenstein, because people misinterpret Frankenstein as a monster. Oh, okay. You know? um, and what he, and the Frankenstein monster is misunderstood. What he was fighting for, too. Humanity. Okay, what I want is freedom, and you don't get it by giving up. That's a great line. That's a great line. Mm-hmm. But it's dwarfed by Jessica Biel. <laughs> which is promptly followed by the Night of a Thousand Cages in, in, the, uh, in the warehouse. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> yeah, a, he decides... It's a racer scene of this movie. Well, I thought, it was in, I thought it was silly at first. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. They're just... They're just you're, you're, you're seeing what all, all of the different avenues that, that he, within two minutes that he can go through, which must... You know, I'm thinking, this must just drive his brain nuts. Going through all the different possibilities. It drove my fucking brain nuts. Well, you can't see it. But I, it, it was, I think that that whole scene, like, even before he starts doing the splits, is so fucking just egregiously annoying. Oh, when he's walking through nothing. Meanwhile, the other, like, FBI team is being picked off one by one. Yeah, and, and he's just yeah. like, oh, stop here. <laughs> okay, go. Don't do the What he tells... Juliana Moore that there's a sniper like up in here. In the crane. On the crane. Shoot five course, inches above the rail. And of course he gets shot. Of course the guy does the open the door and then fall out. Well, yeah, Why do people do that when they get shot? Oh, oh. I must fall forward. I got shot so I'll fall forward. It, it just... No, this is a big Hollywood scene. Oh. We can have a real person do this or an animatronic. <laughs> real person. Uh. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and you're right. Like he he saves them, but then for you know as he's walking around like nonchalantly, which would make sense, they're getting picked off one by one behind him. Yes, like the FBI guys. And he just shot. doesn't fucking care. Doesn't care. He's just walking. Doesn't care. And then they get into the goddamn warehouse. He wants to see Jessica Biel. You guys, uh, you know. You do this floor, and I'll do all the other things. <laughs> you so we get the rooms. fucking shittiest scene. What's up with the glasses in the interrogation room? Huh? There's glasses that he was wearing. Well, they weren't glasses. They were they were things to hold your eyes. Oh, you mean the yeah. the clockwork orange thing? Yeah. What was up with that? Why would they open like keep his eyes open? So he wouldn't so close he, them. He wouldn't close them. Well, so he was forced to watch watch the, the, watch the TV to the see TV. if they could, he could get some. You know, th- at this point, they weren't really sure of his, yeah, his like powers. his power. Well, no, they knew his power, but they they didn't know if he could get farther along. Right. And um, so they, they wanted him to look at it and see if he could see how far into the future he could see. Because wow. it wasn't like official that it was two minutes. That's what they thought. That's what they they estimated estimated. But I don't know how you could like her in this movie. Like she's a bitch in this fucking so. If her character is a bitch, then she plays a bitch. She did a good job. Mm, no, I think she, as the actress playing the role, had no emotion whatsoever and was just kind of like a drone. But the character was a bitch, is what I'm talking about, not yeah, the I, actress. I'm not talking about liking the character. I, I said that uh, the character in and of itself being played, if the character is that way, then uh, Julia Moore did a good job playing... An emotionless bitch. Mm, okay, I, I think you're. You know what I mean? You're convoluting two different things here. I, mean, I never said I like the character. 
I just said I. The character is horrible, and her portrayal of the character as well was horrible. Now that may be because of the writing; it may not be because of her. But you know, somewhere in the writing, the director and her, there's a fucking problem because she does not deliver that role very well. I mean, it's not the best. And in comparison to the other shit that she's done, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to you have to put her up against other movies that she's performed in, mm-hmm. and she's done much more you know detailed work in other roles. But on, but honestly, action movies tend tend to be along this line. Anyway. I mean, that might be Cause true. Because you're not looking for this, oh, that was so deep, I really got into that. It was more like, because honestly, if this, is, this, is, this is sort of an action film, but I thought the only action part, like the most action part, where Liz's car, she does something stupid and it goes down the hill, mm-hmm. completely unnecessary. Completely, yeah. And that's like the most action-y part of this movie, where you have a lot of destruction, you got, you got some CGI, you got, oh, look, the logs and things keep getting destroyed. That's like, that's the, oh, that's what I want, right? Completely unnecessary. I think they could have done that better. I, the, the better premise for that entire, because it, it, it brings the two together. It enables Nick Cage's character to get, to get brought in. It enables a, a lot of things. But as the impetus of the scene was completely unnecessary, it could have been done a different way. But usually in action movies, you don't have the best you don't go to them to go, oh, I want to see someone act really well. You see, you want to see explosions, you want to see a car chase, you want to see... You yes, know, but in the lack of those things... You want to see But in the lack of those things, then Sorry, you at please. least want a decent performance. I mean, I didn't think it was and horrible. You, where, there, where are the explosions? Where are any of the things? Well, mean, let he me has, show you where an explosion There's one explosion. <laughs> Actually, there's two. There's the, the, the nuclear, nuclear bomb. How, do you, how was he able to see, I guess because Jessica Biel was there with him. Yep. Right. And what about, like, how come he didn't see the whole car fall on top of him when he jumped off the side of the, uh, the hotel? He did, but she was like, are you just going to let me die? So he had to change what he was going to do to save her. Mm-hmm. But I, the problem I have with that is then that he, he should have seen, he should have still been able to. See from the morning before he jumped, jumped right? Well, there's that, but what I'm what I'm getting at is, she, he still should have been able to land in a way that he wouldn't end up getting hurt like yeah. he did. That would have made more sense to me. And her like, and yeah. then him getting up and having like, yeah, handcuffs on, like her putting handcuffs on him when he's down, instead of him being kind of knocked out by the car yeah. and then them just grabbing him. That to me didn't would have it would have made more sense in that right. regard. I agree because he you can't you can't <clears throat> affect another person. So basically, he could have seen it coming, but he couldn't stop her from doing what she did. Right, hmm. makes sense. Makes sense. You know, before that, I thought the um, I thought the TV scene was rather good, where he would oh, yeah. the line and oh, change the channel. Yeah. Kind of the line. I thought that was that, that was well done. Yeah, it was, you know. And I think right before that, the line he gives, uh, the, the, the um, Chris gives Liz, uh, like, about his power, his gift. He, I don't think he was urgent enough because at the, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for this to kind of, like, click over to, like, real for that character. And it doesn't. So, to me, it just seems like it's an elaborate pickup line. Like, I'm really interesting and deep, you know. Oh, okay, you know, because 
it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like he presented it well. <clears throat> Didn't it just seemed like a pickup line? Like, hey, I'm interested. Wait for me. Well, yeah, but even beyond that, it's like you have to know that you've been played. If you're Jessica Beale, if you're Liz, you have to know that you've been played. Mm. Now, granted, at the very <clears> end, <throat> when you know there's the nuclear explosion, he doesn't explain to her that he's got the power. She doesn't know anything. Right. So well, him leaving, he just basically said, "I have something I have to do." Exactly, and I, I found that even you know, even though we know what's going to happen, Airfinger's quote, I found that the movie ending there was interesting. An interesting choice. And I, I didn't read the book. The book might end there. I don't know. Not no, there. No, no, the book's different. It's a short story. But it, uh, it does, yeah, because we don't know if he explains it to her later. Or there was what no happens. Love, there wasn't even a love interest. In whatever. Which would make sense yeah. if it was more of an animal. Yeah. So it, 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 it was an interesting choice to, to just let it end there and they drive off. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll give you that. I mean, I agree. Not knowing the future is probably the best way to end that. Hmm. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess we know what's going to happen. We well, know yeah, it. you know he's going to save the world and get the girl. I mean, that's pretty yes. obvious. It, it's closure, though. Like, it, it's it's funny. Whenever I watch, um, speaking of sci-fi, July, whenever I watch <laughs> Star Trek or Stargate, Yes. The thing that Star Trek does really well is they have closure at the end. So whatever hijinks they got into during the episode, yes. they would have this closure at the end. And, you know, blah, 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 ha, ha, ha. You know, the episode would end. Right. Stargate doesn't do that. They just kind of like, go, oh, we're done. Pff, credits. Yeah, and you never get the that closure at the end. So we, a serial and an episodic. Well, both were, well, both had serial and episodic elements. Because you mm -hmm. had, Star Trek had both. Uh, even though Stargate was a running show, you could watch one episode over the other, and they may not connect at all. Right. But uh, what I mean is, the end of this movie was very. It, there was no, for me, there wasn't any closure. Oh, no closure at all. And it just, it just kind of ended, which is interesting. I mean, like I said, not bad, not good. It Some was movies it works. Interesting. This right. one it doesn't. Really? You don't think it works? No, I don't. Like it. What, what would you like to see? I'm thinking of a bigger explosion than Jessica Biel. Okay. I mean, seriously, <laughs> if you you know you're trying to look for a different ending, I mean, I, I don't. I when you have a movie where he can see the future and then you end it without knowing what the future is, I, I don't know what else you would want. I would. That I seems would almost have, ideal ending. Well, to me, it'd be waking up in a Las Vegas hotel, seeing everything just happen, saying, "Fuck that! I ain't going with her." And goes back to drinking gambling. But he fucking Actually, that would be a better quote. That would be better. That would be All right. I could... Or, or like they drive off and it fades and it comes back and he's back in Vegas. Or he's <laughs> somewhere else, you yeah. know. And, but they just drive off and then credits. You're like... We're drinking... All right, then. Drinking a martini and a different girl walks in. Right. And he's going after her thinking, I wonder how this will turn out. <laughs> I almost got nuked with this one. Hmm. What about those lines you got over there, Paul? Which <laughs> lines? Nicholas Cage, one of the greatest There's actors quotes, of all Jimmy time. quotes. Of our generation. Yeah, I, I, I wrote down a couple Every generation quotes from uh, different... Uh, Started millennials. Different interviews he did over the years. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one I have is, 
There's a fine line between the method actor and the schizophrenic. Yeah. I mean, I, I know everybody's heard that before. Follow that up with, I'm not a demon. I'm a lizard, a shark, a heat-sinking panther. I want to be Bob Denver <coughs> on acid playing the accordion. He's an artist. That's this is my favorite one. Oh, it's great. This is good shit. This is Talking so about face-off. Yes. Without tooting my own horn, I think it's a masterpiece. Yes. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's a genius. He is a genius, man. Face? He, he is a genius. He's, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so. Wait, wait, wait. Do, who do you love more? Nick Cage. Steven Scott. Nick Cage. Cage, Cage, Cage has yeah, this. You want to think about that for another couple he's of on, He's on this tier. He's on. He's on the Nick Cage tier. Nick Cage has his own tier. Seagal yep. is right behind the Nick Cage tier. That's. I mean, he is the best actor ever. So, but does Steven? Since Steven Seagal is right below him, does Steven Seagal get his own tier? No, because there's a few other people in that tier, like Schwarzenegger. So uh, you got. Uh, I was being stalked by a mine, silent but maybe deadly. <laughs> Somehow this mime would appear on the set of Bringing Out the Dead. That's a great movie, too. And start doing too strange great. things. I have no idea how he got past security. Finally, the producers took some action, and I haven't seen the mime since. But it was definitely unsettling. It's such... Yeah. Uh, on having a stalker. Uh, that was horrible. I mean... That's as bad as it gets. 2 a.m. and there's a naked man standing in front of your bed watching you sleep. It's not funny, but somehow people find it amusing. <laughs> That's great. That's... <laughs> uh, I don't think he was talking about the mime either. So. No. Uh, let's see. I don't want to minimize the effort that goes into having a career, but now with the video age, let's face it. You can write your own story, and you can make your own movies, and get it out. Or go on stage somewhere in a small venue off, off, off Broadway. So he's basically shitting on all other actors now. <laughs> That's good. Usually it's very cathartic. The hard stuff is when you're not feeling great, and you have to do a really happy scene. On the personal toll, acting can take on a person. That's him speaking. I don't know why sometimes they have it on after. This is this one's great. Superman is an American myth. Like the English have Shakespeare. <laughs> That's great. That's great. This guy's on drugs. Okay, these two statements were in different interviews, but I thought they were working perfectly together. All right. Number one, I hate violence. I just hate it. I read the paper every day, the New York Times, the Guardian, and I feel it, you know. It gets inside. I'm amazed that people are capable of those kind of things to children and women. Follow that up with, I'm up for anything that'll get me to the truth of a performance. <laughs> the moral of that story, he's okay with violence against men. <laughs> and finally... I would like to hook up with one of the great Japanese filmmakers, like the master that made Ringu. And I would like to, I would like to take the Wicker Man to Japan. 
Except this time, he's a ghost. <laughs> the bees! The bees are stinging me! He's so good. He's so good. This is a fucking ridiculous concept. Oh my gosh. The Wicker Man ghost. Cut. I kind of want you to write an entire book full of Nick Cage quotes. <sighs> so that's all sell. it is. I would just, that would sell. That's I could probably just make up fucking shit. Nobody <clears throat> would know. No one would know. That's all it is. So Rotten Tomatoes is moving approval rating of 20%. 120 reviews. Decides critical consensus reads. Numerous plot holes and poorly motivated characters prevent next from being the thought-provoking sci-fi flick it could have been. James Chang of Rise, the film plays like a cinematic equivalent of Choose Your Own Adventure novel, and that the, high, the plot is high reminiscent of 24. He also said, What starts out as a mildly diverting thriller blows itself into smithereens <laughs> like Jessica Bill. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. What do you guys get this movie? Oh, fuck a duck. I'm going to go four and a half. I know that this is a shit movie, but Nick Cage automatically gets a three on everything he does. I agree. I agree. Uh, Jessica Biel is nice to look at. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that anyone in the movie was, you know, particularly a good actor. I, agree um, I mean, they might be good actors, but they weren't putting a good performance together. Uh, I don't, I think the director just kind of mailed it in on this one. Oh, yeah. Um, too. Now, looking at some of his other things, you know, it's kind of in his wheelhouse. Uh, he did Mulholland Falls, which is a little <coughs> more weird. The Edge, Along Came a Spider, Die Another Day, Triple X, State of the Union, and The Devil's Double. All of those are similar in ilk to this type, where it's an action movie, but kind of a, you know, peeled down action movie. Um, you know, except for State of the Union, that, that was over the top. I guess Die Another Day was kind of over the top, too. But um, It just felt like this entire performance was mailed in. So, I mean, I, I still always enjoy a Nick Cage movie, no matter how bad it is. Oh, they're so great. So, and then, I mean, there's plenty of them out there. Jiu-Jitsu, that's, that's a pile of shit. you got to go see that one. That's on Netflix right now. I think it's also on Amazon Prime. Um, but he's got another one. He's always got another one coming out. Yeah. Willie, Willie in Wonderland just came out, which looks pretty good. Um, and then he's got a one on Hulu right now too, which I can't remember the name of that, but he's fucking putting out movie left and right. And basically I don't see that stopping anytime soon. Yeah. He's just worker. <clears throat> what do you say there, Tom? Uh, a lot like, uh, last week I'll give it a four. The four to six range for me is, 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 is the mid, where most average, like, of course, that's redundant, but most movies fall into this category is where it? it's, uh, there's a ton of movies that come, that come out, right? Most of them are just made for popcorn movies. You go in, you eat some popcorn, there's a lot of effects, you know, whatever, you go out and you go, okay, that was great, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, we, they're, they're not spectacular, and most movies fall within that range, so I'm not really... It's not terrible, uh, but it you know, I, it was all right. I enjoyed it. I think, though, if they remake it, because it's been 14 years, mm -hmm. they ought to cast uh, Jason Isaacs as the lead role, lead role instead of... Uh, what else is he in? Uh, well, he was in Harry Potter. He was uh, Malfoy. Uh, the Malfoy's oh, father. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Or, yeah. yeah. Malfoy's father? Malfoy. The, the kid. Oh, the kid. Okay. All right. 
And sorry, and he was in. He's been in a bunch of uh, what TV show was that? Damn, I actually met him at AwesomeCon a couple of years ago. He was yeah. a really nice guy. Um, he was in the uh, War of the uh, War of the Planet of the, or the Planet of the Apes, the first one. Mm-hmm. He was in that. I can't. I've seen him in a bunch of things. I like. I like him as an actor. He's. I think he's very good. Yeah. And I think he would do well with a a. a Sci-fi concept like this, where you can see into the future, I think he would deal with that very well. Yeah, I think that you need you would need a complete rewrite on the script, though. I mean, the script was shit, and that whole divergent scene at the end. I think you can you can do that without doing it. I mean, I I, right. I suppose they could follow the novel closer. Well, the the novel it wasn't a novel; it was a short story, and he said it was more of an animalistic character, so that wouldn't work for him. Animalistic? Yeah. yeah it was more yeah. animal, more primitive. Yeah, it was like a caveman almost in your... Yep. Huh. From what yeah, you were saying. Okay. So it really wouldn't work for him. I think that this role would fit him, but it would definitely... The, the story needs a rewrite. It needs right. an actual... You actually have to give a shit about these characters, which it's very difficult to. I mean, Nick Cage is just a piece of shit. Um... Throughout the whole movie, you don't really care about them. Uh, you don't care about. You, you really don't give a shit that they all get blown up. At the end. I mean, you really don't fucking care. Don't I mean, care. The nuclear bomb goes off, and you're just like, okay, I can leave now. I don't need to see the scene where he wakes up afterwards. If you I, get blown away. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that would have been fine. That would have been a decent enough ending for me. I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, Nicholas Cage gets an automatic five. Oh wow! Yeah, Nick Cage doesn't get any. Automatic points. It gets for me. Automatic five. I'd like to see Jessica Biel again, Julie Moore. I mean, the, the con, I mean, and, and come on, Cage in Vegas. No matter how long he's in Vegas, always I, works. Dude, me. I don't know, dude. Leaving Las Vegas was kind of off-putting. I think is the best way to put it. <laughs> I just, it's not just, I just wasn't a big fan of that one. See. People get I mean, I know everybody likes it. I know everybody says it was a great movie. And, uh, As uh, Nicolas Cage is one of the hottest actresses of all time. Elizabeth Shue? Yeah. You think she's one of the hottest? Yeah. <laughs> yes, That's sir. an interesting one. Just the truth. Like, the babysitter? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, seven. So, anyway, what's next, Paul? Next, we're going to go down Jimmy's Highway to yes, uh, we are. to see Red Sonja. Red Sonja. We do have some movies lined up, but Red Sonja is the next one. Look, yeah, look. so we're going all the way back to 1982, six, four, one of those early 80s. Yeah, mid-80s. I don't know. I, I, we'll know next week. We'll know next week. Anyway, make sure to go to Apple iTunes. Leave us a good five-star review, people. Yes, please. Only five stars. Anything else is, is ridiculous. MarylandPodcastMonth.com. Go to Maryland Podcast Awards and vote for all of us. Yeah, vote for Jimmy. I'm the only one you can vote for, but vote for the vote for the, the podcast. Anyway, have a great weekend, everybody. Where is that? Where can they vote? Mar- I just said MarylandPodcastAwards.com. Oh, MarylandPodcastAwards.com. Yes. Okay, and and of course five star on iTunes. Yes. Five and star. don't forget to check out the DuckPin.com. DuckPin.com. Which yes. I think we forgot to plug. We and, did. You know, we are getting paid. We are getting paid. It's like DuckPin.com. So, all right, we'll see you next week with Red Sonia. Bye bye now.
the I think for the next one I'll probably be ready. Okay.